Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Today we're going to bring you a special message from one of our guests who came to us and shared his testimony and message about how God delivered him while he served 50 years in Angola prison for murder. Our guest is Eugene Tannehill. He's been going all around the country talking about how he was addicted to drugs and how he murdered a man and how he was sentenced to the electric chair, but God delivered him, saved him, and is using him in ministry. If you have someone in your family who's a part of the criminal justice system, this is a message you would like to hear. Maybe you're praying for your loved one who's incarcerated and you want God to do something miraculous in their life. You want to hear this message. So come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. I'm going to have to say this, and you don't mind me saying it. I don't think no one can play the game of Christianity. No one can play the game of Christianity. You either you real, listed, or you not. Y'all ain't saying much. You either real, listed, or either you're not. You're saved or you're lost. It's not no more half saved, no. Now, I'm not, you judge that for me. Jesus, don't, you know, the scripture says, now we know that whatsoever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, for God does it that men should fear before him. Simply meaning God don't have to do nothing. When God saves you, he does a good job. He is God. Y'all go, y'all go help me. He does a good job. He's a savior. You can tell from your pastor. That man, he ain't got to tell me, but he been through some hell. He ain't got to tell me. He have shed many tears him in the first lady that. And he can't tell me that sometime he thought about going back. He can't tell me that he didn't. Sometimes we can look back, but it's good when we don't go back. I was taught in Angola. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost teach me. And I, you know what I find? The Holy Ghost is the best teacher. I'm not speaking against seminars. I'm not speaking against that. But I'd rather the Holy Ghost teach me. For he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Didn't he say that? I'm talking to the body of Jesus Christ this morning. Warden King and the administration did, did use the slogan of rehabilitation. That's good. But I don't condone rehabilitation. I, I really don't. Because if I was rehabilitated, well, I wouldn't be qualified to stand here this morning. I don't condone rehabilitation. I condone reconciliation. <laughs> Said to me, I've been bought back. I've been bought. I found out I was bought with the price. I was bought with the price. Rehabilitation don't change the life of nobody. I'm not saying that it's not good. Please, church, listen. I'm not saying that it's not good. You can learn a trade in rehabilitation. You can become to be a mechanic. You can come to be a dietitian. You can come to be a mortician. 
Y'all say, and many things that you can learn in the line of rehabilitation. But rehabilitation just don't change the nature and the heart of a man. And for us to have a great society and to turn this nation around that you have to stop putting all these locks and things on your doors because of the ungodliness, it's going to take what? It's going to take what? Reconciliation through repentance. And I'm going to have to say this. I'm not... My pastor's not guilty that I said that. Don't get me wrong with God blame the place he showed me. Y'all got, got to say that to keep saying it. Y'all got a diamond. God. Church, we know one another. Will y'all agree with that? We don't know one another after the flesh, but by the spirit. The Bible said the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Y'all ought to know when I come up here, I must have been transformed and born again. I didn't have to tell y'all that. Y'all could tell that. It's wise people, wise intelligent people I'm talking to, the body of Christ. We're not the foolish type people. We are the body of Christ. Wise people, intelligent, amen, filled with the spirit. Amen. Through the power of wisdom and the spirit of knowledge. We know one another. Not by the flesh. Even Christ. We don't know Christ no more after the flesh. That's what the Bible said. We don't know him by the flesh. But by his spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, sir. Y'all got something there. And that's what we need today. Pastors. Not seminar pastors, but born again pastors. Blood-washed pastors. Saved pastors. Sanctified pastors. Pastors who will stand up and say, Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. How can I mean? A lady told me, Say, so you said that you're a bishop? I said, no, ma'am. I said, I didn't say that. I said, Jesus said it. Well, now you got to know how to talk to the devil. Will, will y'all agree with that? Uh, yeah, you got to know how to talk to the devil. You got to go to, to, to the devil so you can put him in his place. I had to learn that in Angola. Either I wouldn't be out here this morning. I had to learn how to talk to the devil. You got to put Satan in his place. I said, no, I didn't tell you. I said, Jesus said that. She said, I... Tell me about you, the bishop. And I see it on the movie there where you, where you, you're not parasite that you kill a man. What you, you talking about you, the bishop, you kill a man? I said, excuse me, lady. I said, are you saved? Sure, of course I'm saved. Yes, Lord, I'm saved. Hallelujah, I'm saved. <laughs> I said, well, now who, well, now who saved you? Yeah, but I asked you the question, how could you be a bishop and, and, and you kill a man? I said, well, uh, have you read the story of Moses? Moses, I said, Moses was a prophet and the Bible said he talked face to face to God. 
And Moses killed the Egyptians and buried them in the sand and fleeted to the backside of the mountain to get out of the way of Pharaoh. I said, did you read that? I said, well, you better not. Don't end up going to heaven then if you. With that kind of experience you got, I said, you put me with Saul of Tatcha when he bound the Christians and whooped them and killed them. I said, you familiar with him? I said, are you familiar with Samson? I said, are you familiar with David? David killed so many people that he come to be the apple of God's eye. God said, oh, I, 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 I want you to build the temple for me. I'm going to let Solomon build because you, you, you shed too much blood on your hand. He didn't say he wasn't saved. I said, now all of this, I said, well, don't you go to heaven because if you do, you're going to run up on the people that I'm talking about. <laughs> My church, when you get saved, you're going to confront, you're going to confront Obstacles like that. Satan coming, ain't he? He's coming. Praise the name of the Lord. Satan is coming. When Jesus saved you. Help me, Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. And God saved me. And put favors of mercy upon my life. And Warden Bud King met me around the cell block one Sunday morning where it was off limit, and I was speaking to the fellas through the window. He didn't quite know, but then he just had got there. He said, say, old man, say, you're off limit there. He said, I catch you around here again? Talking about that Jesus stuff through that window? He said, I lock you up so tight, so it take a, it, 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 it take a sullen touch to get you out. He said, this is off limit here. That this is maximum security. Maximum security. And, and I don't want you around here. I said, all right, thank you, sir. And then, then, then you the one that to call the bishop. I said, yeah. <laughs> he laughed. The next week, I was right back to that. The spirit told me to go right back to that corner. Medicine again. I know that he was coming, but I'm going to obey God. I like what Peter said. Men, brethren, we ought to obey God rather than what? Men. I was right back there again. Doing the same thing. Trying to reach him through that window. Here he come. Look like you're here again. I said, I'm right here, Warden. I'm right here. Thank you and God bless you. He said, why are you so different from the other inmates around here? Look like it's something on you. It was something on me. The Holy Ghost. He said, why are you so different? And you act so strange. And, and inmates respect you more than respect me. You're going to have to be locked up or something. I said, well, that's up to you, Warden. He left. The next week, I'll run back there. I'm going to show you something now. He walked up to me and said, well, I don't know what that you got, old man. I don't know what that you got, Tiny Hill. I don't know what that you got. But whatever it is, it's working. He said, give it to me. I need it. Yeah. 
Because the passage of scripture said Matthew 5, 16 said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. They just said that. And that's what Christ was doing through me in that place, shining through me, reaching those who were dark, you know, who was lost in darkness. And Warden Bar King got saved that day. I'm not saying boasting, but I can go in there any time I want to, take anybody in there who I want to, any place, any time, and he give me his bed. He give me his bed. When Governor Blanco signed my papers, he run and he trembled. Good God Almighty. Said, go down to the compound, bring Bishop Tony up here to my house quick, get him off of prison ground because that man is free. This is Jerry G. Martin, and you've been listening to an impactful and special message from our guest, Bishop Tannehill. He came to visit us and shared his story of spending over 50 years in Angola prison, first being convicted of first-degree murder, an aggravated robbery, and sentenced to the electric chair. But he tells how God delivered him, saved him, used him and set him free out of the prison for which he got a life sentence without parole. I hope this message has been encouraging to you. Many of us have friends and relatives and neighbors and family members that are incarcerated, but I want you to know that God is able to do magnificent and wonderful things. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety again, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And you can hear all of these messages over and over again, or you can share them with someone in your family. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this moment to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We believe God is doing some mighty and wonderful, awesome things in the world today. He's saving those that need saving. He's delivering those that need to be delivered. Come and meet with us each Sunday at 16161 Old Umber Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, it's lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.